This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. From time to time, we need to ask ourselves, how does God see me? In truth, it is not fair to get an opinion from others since friends are prejudiced towards one another. If we ask a stranger, they might give us a passing mark by looking on the outside, but God is different. He sees everything. He sees every facet of our character. I am reminded of the time when God sent Samuel to anoint one of the sons of Jesse to become the next king. It says, So it was when they came that they looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 6 and 7. We can only see what is on the outside of a person. God sees much deeper. May I suggest to you that in the eyes of the Lord, we fall into only three categories. First, God sees many as being spiritually lost. Sadly, most people rest in this category. I come to this conclusion based on the words of Jesus who said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Paul, in addressing the Christians in Colossae, said, And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21. Prior to being saved, Paul said they were alienated or separated from God. They were, in fact, enemies of God because they did not obey the ways of righteousness, but instead followed their own evil works. Though God loved them, their lust and selfish desires stand in the way of true fellowship with God. The prophet Isaiah stated in Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 2, he says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. No matter how comfortable we feel about our relationship with God, until we are saved, we are lost. Second, God sees some people as being saved. One comes to salvation by hearing God's word, Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, believing it, John chapter 8 and verse 24, repenting of one's sins, Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, confessing Jesus as one's Savior, Romans chapter 10 and verse 19, and then being immersed in water, Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. In our allegiance to Christ, we totally commit ourselves to the following of His will. In reminding the Christians in Corinth of their previous sins, Paul said, But you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. The Apostle John, speaking of this wonderful salvation, stated, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1. Third, God sees some Christians as being fallen. They are those who have drifted away from their faith. 
The Hebrew writer stated, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1. This is the same as those who have fallen from grace. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 4. When one looks at the seeds that came up from the parable of the sower, many of them sprang up but then fell away. Matthew chapter 13 verses 18 through 22. Concerning those Christians who have left the faith, the Apostle Peter said, For if, after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his own vomit, and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. Second Peter chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. The spiritual state of those who have fallen away from the faith to walk in the sins of the world once again is worse than never knowing God in the beginning. In both cases, the person is spiritually lost. The question then is where do you find yourself? The answer will rest in part on how well we know God's Word. The people on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 thought that they were saved before the apostles' speech, but later found out that they were not. The twelve men in Acts chapter 19 thought that they were fine with John's baptism, but Paul informed them that they were not. The Christians in Galatia thought that they were saved, but Paul said that they had fallen from grace. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 4. The Christians in Ephesus thought that they were fine spiritually, but Jesus told them that they needed to repent. Revelation chapter 2 and verse 5. My friend, do not base your salvation on what you feel or what you've heard, but upon the Word of God. If I can help you in your study of the Bible, please let me know. I want you to know that it is possible to be saved and that you can be saved. I would be glad to send you some free material or put you in contact with a faithful Christian who would love nothing more than to study the Bible with you. If you would like to leave a comment on this week's thought, you can email me directly at stgeorgecfc at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? But to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Just a reminder that Volumes 1 through 3 of There is a River is now out in Amazon and paper and Kindle versions, as well as the study of the Gospel of John that is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I've written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.